Okay, kids, you're in for a real treat today. I'm not sure what to do with my hands. Data never been about that. Never, never been about playing no shit. It'd be like looking over and seeing your, your ex-missus with someone else. Like it's a... There's a few of them going around the pits. I'm sure that's happened <laughs> Do you know what I've been smashing lately? Can we say it on the show? <laughs> Why weren't you more successful? Well, you know, because I sucked. So... Do not call it a comeback, but it's a comeback. The Inside Dirt Show. We couldn't stay away. We're, we're on the same path as Dean Ferris. We're back from retirement and we are taking it to the top. So uh, what is up, everyone? Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> this is a very loose show. We are in the club rooms right now of the Wodonga uh, Club. So shout out to those guys. Shout out to Round 3. I'm Joe Stevens, your host, as always. We have no sponsors because we went away. So we're just bringing you this. We're just bringing you this as it comes. I'm joined by Darnell Official. It is good to be back, my man. Dude, we're back. I'm a little nervous, eh? It's been a good, uh, I'd say, nine, nine and a half, ten months since I've done a show. Yeah, it's pretty much since we, since I moved to Queensland and... Yeah, we, we don't have time to get into the nitty gritty, but we decided to bring it back. And um, we're guys going to tell you the reason why we decided to bring the show back, first and foremost. So um, I'm in the process of starting a new podcast, more mainstream sort of business and personal development orientated. So I logged back into our hosting software and I just checked out what was going on with the podcast. And I couldn't believe, I sent a screenshot to Darnell, the amount of downloads we have had since we finished doing the show. Um, it really, it, it, it took me away a little bit. It surprised me, man. And it made me realize that people, the listeners, you guys, we have a core audience and we really thank you for that. Cause honestly, this is why we decided to bring it back because we had so many people downloading the show in the time we've been gone. And then furthermore, um, there was a gentleman that introduced himself to me at Mackay. I forget his name, but, um, you start to realize that the listeners are more than analytics on a spreadsheet and, and, and. Some of the fans that have reached out, some of the listeners that have just said they enjoyed the show and they were sad it had gone away, it, you know, it, it got to the point where we were like, we're going to bring this thing back. So Donnell and I have been chatting and we decided we were going to, we we're just going to do a, a bit of a Wild West show out here after round three, kind of summarize everything quickly and then we're going to get the show back on the road. So before we go any further, we call him Posty, Mickey, joining us. What's up, bud? Hey boys, uh, thanks for having me on. It's a... Uh the comeback, it's pretty pretty ghetto, but I'm about it. I'm yeah. here for it. <laughs> it is, it is <laughs> not, it is not the studio we once had, put it that way. But no, um, she's a little fast and loose. But I think, uh, uh, last time I did a podcast, we were poolside at Joe's Joe's house. So. Yeah, look, well, that's the thing because you you and I are both um, sunny side up. We're yeah. at the Queensland. We'll, we'll be you'll be an anchor mainstay of the shows moving forward, and then uh, Dinah will be in on the phones, and um, that's how we're going to do it. So again. Thank you to everyone that listened to the show whilst we were away. 
because without you guys, we wouldn't have brought it back. So that's the long and short of it. Um, I don't know the future of it right now. I know we're going to get the website moving again. There probably won't be any live shows this year. We're just going to do some inside dirt shows, have some fun. And as you can tell from that intro, we ain't never been about playing no shit. We're just going to have fun. All right. So I also don't know what to do with my hands. It's a bit like that. All right. So let's get into it. Um, so we just finished up round three. I am really glad that I was not on the record. I've thought about this a lot after round one. If we'd have had the show and we'll go straight into MX1. Okay. If we'd have had the show after one daggy and how Ferris performed and it ended up what 13th overall. Yeah, I think you went 13-13 or 13-12. It wasn't a good weekend. No, you know, and, and it's no secret. He, he wasn't gelling with the bike. The bike did not look where it needed to be. So if you look at that, what we would have been saying on Monday night in a usual format, and then how he turned it around to Mackay like three weeks later. Yeah. It, you'd have sounded like an idiot on on record saying that Ferris shouldn't have come out of retirement. He looks nothing like he used to, this, that, and the other. But man, what a contrast from round one to now. And a lot's happened. But to me, it's I'm, I'm glad we weren't on record. <laughs> you can yeah. you can see too, like the emotion in it for both Dean and and your even the whole team when they turned it around at Mackay because you know it's no secret. I think their off season he you know had a couple little injuries or this and that, and it wasn't going all to plan. Like it's Dean Ferris. There's a certain level that you expect from him and we just weren't seeing that um, at a few pre-season races and then round one we're like Jesus like this isn't this isn't going well I just think you have to keep in mind too though like dude that injury that he had at Conondale gnarly yeah like gnarly and then he was in and out of racing and then he come back to the Mackay Queensland round and did like one race on a KDM and then all of a sudden he's on a Honda which is a deep different contrast from the Yamaha that he would won all these championships on then he went on a KDM. Like, he's gone to a completely different animal there. So the, the, the change was always going to be a little bit different, you know. Um, what we saw at one thirty, I was like, fuck, let's ring the alarm bells, you know what mm. I mean? And now we're seeing, you know, a, a, an angry, fast Dean Ferris, and it's, it's cool to see. If I, you know, if I'm everyone else in that field and you've seen Dean go 1-1, one, 1-1-1 one, 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 with the back-to-back motors today. 1-1-1-1. One, 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 one. Yeah. Four. And then he had the 1-1 one, one at... Uh, no, so Mackay won oh, the no, second moto and then he won yeah. three today. So it's four in a row total. But yeah, for real, like if you're the rest of the field at this point. And the, the scary thing to me is that one, he, you know, he was up the front at every gate drop so far this year. Like moto won at one thaggy, he went off the track on the first lap, then he crashed, but he was right there. And then the second moto, you could tell, okay, he needed to back it down. But then Mackay, he's been up front every start, whole shot to that second moto at Mackay, and you go, like, it's not quite as dominant as the championship years, but it doesn't look that different. No, and on the other side of that too, you know, you look at the guys he's battling against. Todd Waters, Mr. Consistent this year. Mm. He's taken the points lead out of today. Hasn't had a moto win, but it's just consistently on the podium each and every week. And that's what you come to expect from Todd Waters. And man, can we talk about that first MX1 moto today? Let's get into that because for... 30 minutes, it was Dean Ferris, Todd Waters, and Brett Metcalf swapping and changing and fighting and battling the whole way along. And, man, it was just so good to watch. And I sort of had to take a step back. I'm like, are we in 2013? Like, what's going on here? It's very, very, very cool. And I think, like, I know recently they did a TV thing on, like, the old guard versus the new guard. 
And we've had a couple of injuries. Like, you know, we see Claddy go out at Mackay. We've seen um, Webster do his uh, training accident, so he's gone. Man, you got today, and, you know, you got to think about that second moto, first off the start, Todd from dead last to fourth or whatever it was. It's an impressive ride. Dude, and I, like, if you look at the lap times, man, you know, the, the, the difference between Todd and Dean, it wasn't that much, you know what I mean? Like, it was an actual yo-yoing battle, so. And then, you know, Gibbsy had that bad one too, so the the way it's looking is pretty cool. Like, the the, the way it's shaping up, it sucks that we've lost Cloudy and Webster, but. Yeah, and we're wishing those guys yeah. a, a safe rec- recovery, and, um, it's just you know, really, we want to back, It's but. really fitting to me, is in, it's the cliche, when it's your year, it's your year. Yeah. And I, it, I said coming into this round, uh, I'm not on the record because we don't have any record. This is the first record that's been in again. But I did a, a few interviews um, trackside today, and I said whoever leaves this round with the overall, with the most wins, is going to have the momentum in the championship. And, mm. and to me, I had a sneaky suspicion, even with Ferris in eighth in qualifying, I was like, I can't put it past Dean to, to figure this out. Yeah. You know? do, you, do you look at these old dudes and they're qualifying anymore? Because I remember looking at, you know, Todd or Ben Metcalf's qualifying at one thing and going, fuck, we're in trouble. It's four seconds off. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, you saw how it, how it played out. They figure it out. And and um, it's, it, like you said, right, when whatever, I, I'm, I'm scattered because we don't usually do this race night. I usually get a time to go back and review everything. But yeah, I usually watch it so yeah. look like idiots. But we're just going to freestyle it. But that moto, I think it was moto two of the back-to-backs. And it was, um, it was uh, obviously Ferris out front. And then it was Medi, Waters, and Gibbs, like two, three, four. And Tanny was in there as well. But the OGs just, like you said, it could have been 2016. It could have been 20. 13 it could have been 2009 <laughs> like sick man yeah and that's three really at their peak and i still think they're not quite there as what they were but these are world-class guys is someone just doing doughies in the Dude, pits like what is going on Wait, listen <laughs> we, we won't make it too public but Aubrey goes off and and that's a good point, right? Because I'll be honest, everyone in the industry was a little vocal that we're going from the incredible venue of Mackay to everyone knows Aubrey's tight, everyone knows Aubrey's high pack or Wodonga. It's yeah. Wodonga officially. I don't know what state we're in right now. We're on the border. It's okay. like Mexico and California. But <laughs> um, the track, man, I want to talk about the track because whatever these guys have done um, since the last time I was here, at least, the... The really cool thing was there was a lot of ruts, but there was a lot of passing. And if it wasn't a train track rut, there was like a loamy kind of fluffy, at least from the sidelines, guys could move around. And it, it made for amazing racing. I mean, talk about the racing we've seen all year. Like, Juan Thaggy was probably the least racy because of how, how gnarly the track was. But Mackay in here, like, I haven't seen racing this close in a long time. Sick, no, and that's the other thing too. I think the other thing we've got to take into the factory is that Aubrey copped 40 mil of rain yeah. on Friday. Yep. It did. We were in the hotel Friday night and, and Jimmy was a bit concerned. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Jimmy. Jimbo. Jimmy also didn't come out last night. No, no. Jimmy and Joe did not, for the record, go out last night and we feel it was a very good decision. But anyway. No, it was, um, no, it was beneficiary. <laughs> no, look, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, no. Um, it's back, back on track, boys. Come on. Sorry. 
No, but back, but back to the track. That like the soil today and the way it, the track formed up and the ruts. Like it was gnarly out there. Like it was. The, I, I I'd say probably. The, I thought Wani was gnarly, but it's different gnarly. Like this was the first bombed out square edge acceleration holes, train track ruts. Yeah. Like I mean, Medi crashed in that second back to back. Dude, that was a big one. And like just literally someone of Medi's experience had one wheel in one rut and one wheel in the other rut and it literally spun the bike around 180. Um, you saw that Gibbsy went down in that first moto uh, getting cross-rutted and Tanny plows into his bike and, I mean, Gibbsy's helmet to him. just... Gibbsy's helmet took an impact and um, Gibbsy had a swollen eye the rest of the day. Like, there was a lot of... Um, a lot of crashes, man. A lot yeah. of crashes because the track was so demanding that you were right in the edge of the tires, high up in the wall of these ruts because they were carrying so much corner speed. Yeah. And then once that front end pushes over, like it's it's game over. And uh, you know, Wilson Todd, another one. We'll get to MX2 in a minute, but a lot of heavy hitters making mistakes today, yeah. which makes Ferris's ride to me honestly even more impressive because yeah. so solid. Yeah, but do you think that like looks into his experience? Like he knows what he's doing here. So that, like, if you look at it, like Todd and him. Well, you'll remember this, second. right, Donnell? Twenty seventeen or twenty sixteen MX Nationals at uh, the Vic Track. What one was that? The one that's always cold. Shepparton. Shepparton. <laughs> it's cold now. Every I'm, I'm a Queenslander now. It's really cold. No, um, Shepparton. It was yeah, Shepparton. Did he lap like up to? Th- what did he lap up to like, that day? It wasn't a mudder, but it was just train track ruts everywhere. And he lapped like nearly to, no Horsham in 2017. I remember because I remember at the mudder at the mudder. He lapped up to third, I think. Yeah, something like that. So like, it was no. So basically, yeah, his skill set of riding a track of ruts at, a, at an elite speed is probably better than anybody else's yeah. here. So I don't want to talk about Ferris the whole no, pod, no, but, but before we get off Ferris, so are you putting your your money on the table and going, Ferris, this Ferris is going to hold the momentum all the way through now to cool. Is that what your move I is? don't know if he's going to win out, so to speak. Okay. But like, if you look at now, Medi's finding form. We're going to SA next. I, I would put money on Medi doing very well next round. But if you look at the points, um, Ferris is 11 back from the red plate. Yeah. Dude. And yeah. we're three rounds in. Yeah, and he's finding you, form. Yeah. I think, honestly, I think Tanny's raw speed is a little bit higher than Ferris's. Agreed. That's the other thing too. Like, you know, and then I think you've got Todd, who me and Darnell had quite a bit of argument at the podium today. <laughs> but he's like, but Todd's been on the podium every round. Yeah, he has. And this is the thing. Now you look at it like Gibbsy. You know, new team injury coming in. He's not quite there. Yeah. But it wouldn't surprise me down the road. I mean, nothing against Tanny. Tanny kills it, right? Yeah. And he has so much speed, and he's just coming into form. You know, as far as a fourthy career. But down the stretch, when it's, you know, we're at Queensland Motor Park with, with two rounds to go, you know that Todd has done it before. Dean has done it yeah. many times before. Gibbsy's done it before. Like, Medi is, I mean, he's never won over here, but he's won. Everything. He's, yeah. You know, he's a he's bad very dude. Very accomplished. Very accomplished yeah. internationally. Those guys have all got that mental edge. I mean, you saw even in 2019 when Todd beat Luke Clout. Like, realistically, Clout was the... Yeah. The faster guy, but he kind of didn't get it done when it counted in the sand. Um, so to me, it's no disrespect to Aaron Tanny, but it's got to come down to a lot of racing left. Who knows, right? But if it's Ferris and Waters 1 and 2 at the end of the year, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. 
I don't know what order that's in. That's but pretty cool though. Like, I mean, we've lost. I, I, admittedly, we lost Cloudy. We lost Webster. But the championship battle now is still very cool. Like, there's still a lot of like still a lot of racing. A lot of dudes that I think are going to get wins. I think we cool. with Cloudy going out, it is, it's really open. And it, you know, he was quite dominant at round one. Um, he, he was looked very, like he was very on at Mackay too. And you've seen him in qualifying and practice at Mackay and the way he led those laps up until he crashed. I mean, it's an interesting dynamic because Webster, again, was, was probably, he was faster mm. at one But a few mistakes. A lot of mistakes. I mean, and, and... This was my argument about Webster when everyone's like, Webster's my favourite. I'm like, cool, but he hasn't done it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Same with Tanny. Like, cool. Like, is it, is it, is it wrong to go, hey, man... You don't have to win a championship. Let's get some wins, build off this year, and then come in next year as a championship. Know what you're doing and get that experience in the 450 class. Like, is that wrong to say? Maybe if you're Craig Dak. Well, it, it, the, the, this is the other thing for Tanny, though, because Tanny was the number two guy. He wasn't expected to be in. Mm. You know, if he gets second or third in a championship and Clout wins, there's no pressure Happy for Tanny. Days, Happy yeah, days. Yeah. Now, mm. have you noticed, because CDR gets so much media attention, yeah. that all of the focus... Yeah, I just don't, I don't know if I I think that's fair though to put that on Tanny. Well, it's not fair, but it, he's inherited that yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's on yeah, the team. Yeah. So now it's like even, you know, you can tell where he got. Um, was he second overall today or third? Third. Third. He was bummed out. Yeah. You know, whereas when he was third at round one or second at round second, one, second he was over pumped. the moon. Yeah. So it's like it's funny how that now there's that perceived thing which I don't know if is entirely fair because yeah he's good enough to win yeah. but he's. Um, he's, he's a rookie. He's a rookie, man. you yeah. know. He's a genuine contender. Let's not take that out of no, it. No, I'm like not it. saying that though. But is it wrong to say, "Hey, man, if you don't win it, like that's not a mark against and you or a smite against you"? Like, if okay, here's the thing, right? Ferris, Todd Waters, even Gibbsy, you've won championships. You're expected to win. Exactly. Aaron, you haven't won championships. You haven't, you know what I mean? You and haven't got the credentials that these other three guys got. Luke Clout was that guy. He is a championship guy. And now Tanny's been put into that position. I don't think it's necessarily like, okay, CDR's like, cool. He's our guy and we need him to win. If he doesn't win, I don't think that's a bad thing, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, if he's well, no, and I don't, I don't believe that, that Craig Dack has been like, now Clout's out, you're the guy no, to no, win. No, like, no, 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 but I'm not saying it's, that at it's, all It's either. inherited pressure yeah, is what it is, it is. right? Yeah. So that's what it is. So let's run through the results of the overall. So you got Ferris, perfect day, 25-25, and with the Olympic scoring, he wins both yep. of the back-to-backs to get that second moto overall, so to speak. Water second, Tanny third, Medi, killer day, back to form. Probably best I've seen him ride in Australia in a long time. How loose was his bike? Yeah, yeah. dude, that's, that was a scary thing to watch because that bike was worked after that first back-to-back. Like, yeah, the, well, there was, was so covered. much cooling coming out. He and was then covered in That's it the too. second time that's happened too because the first of one of, uh, Thaggy, I think that thing did a whole... Dramas and McCoy as well. I don't know, man, but yeah, anyway. Mel Ross getting, getting back to the Mel Ross, we know he was at least in the battle for the top five in a few of the motos. He was fifth overall. Man, Joe Evans. Yeah, killer. Dude. Six overall. Sick. I'm, I, I'm really impressed with Joe. That's yeah. like all you can say. Yeah. Like, what a... Can I... Can we just, like, just say... I had this discussion with someone. So, CDR's got an open spot. Technically, Honda's probably got another open spot. Mm. And they go, like, you got these guys going, why do you put a privateer and stuff on? Now... Would you, if you're Craig Dacker, if you're Eve, would you be looking at someone like Joel Evans? Going, hey man, would it just? I think Joel's Joel's I know situation is a, bit, is a bit unique. He's got a lot of deals in place for his program, which I think a lot of guys, and we've said this before when we used to do the show last year. Um, Joel's program 
is unreal. Yeah, but like I it, also know Joey very well, and he hasn't got fucking two pennies to rub together. So, you know what I mean? Like, in saying that, you know what I mean? Like, whereas if, if you're your even you come to that. Well, no, I... I guess if you look at it in a sense of Joel is building relationships long term. Yeah. So the way Joel runs his program, every dollar he makes goes back into it. Yeah. Right. So in one sense, he's still a privateer paying a lot of money to go racing, but he's got some killer partners and he's pretty much, I think every deal Joel has between, um, you know, his, his, his apparel brands and, you know, he gets bikes and, you know, regardless of all the things he gets for free or gets paid for, yeah. it costs a lot of money to go racing. Yeah. But either way, you know, it, it's kind of like Kyle Chisholm. The only reason in America he got to do that style racing deal and keep all of his team cheer sponsors yeah. was because it was 250 versus yeah. 450. 450. Yeah. So for Joel or any top privateer, like to me, it would make more sense to move Joe Baldwin over from Ride Red to yeah, the, okay. the factory yeah, well, 10. That's not, no, that's what I'm simply asking though. Like, did, but do you see it beneficial for these factory teams to grab someone like a Joel Evans or someone like that on there? Uh, it's tough, man. Like I there think was with the teams now, like Honda now can put all their focus into Dean. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think it's, CDR's doing the same, same thing. Same with Yao yeah. with Tanny. As long as there's a bike with that, those partners yeah. on the podium, it probably takes the pressure off to need to replace yeah. the other rider. But yeah, if, if the other rider isn't on the podium, yeah. all of a sudden you would... You would Sorry, probably to me, start. I'm like, cool. There's a lot of media attention by putting someone like a Joel Evans on your bike. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're, especially with how he generates press yeah, for himself. Saying, yeah. So, it, we're know. just using Joel Evans here as an example. But like, well, we are because you know, he killed it, man. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Look at the privateers here. To the next guy. Joel Evans, sixth overall. Joel Whiteman, seventh overall. That is an amazing result for Joel because he hasn't been in the top 10 in MX1 for a few years. So, Awesome result for Whiteman. Uh, Jaden Rikers, he was probably going to be further up in the overall, but he had that crash in the first, first or the second back-to-back. Yeah. So that put him out. But Rikers is riding well. Gibbsy, ninth, he had that crash in the first moto. And his, I know he had a bad eye, yeah. a swollen eye all day. So he was in the battles, but he dropped back. Um, Dylan Wood, good overall, 10th. Now Baldwin, Jobin Baldwin, I'm pretty sure he'd have been about fifth overall, but he crashed out of that second back-to-back. He's a local. He comes from up here. Okay. Knew he was going to be good, but he's been good all year. Yeah. He's been really good, like top privateer uh, for the most part. Um, so, yeah, that's that's your top 10. Now, we don't have a heap of time because we have drives home and airport drives and things to do. But um, let's look at uh, MX2. MX2. Um, probably MX2 round points. Here we go. This was an interesting one because for the first time this year, like Todd gets out, Rosen Todd gets out front early business as usual, then he goes down yeah. in Moto 1. And you're like, oh, now, you know, he goes all the way back to 14th. He gets on, hits Dylan Wills. They come together. They come together. Wills, he goes down because he was, he whole shots. He was up front early as well. And now we've got this, who's going to win? Who's going to be the first one to win? Because Todd is likely going to struggle to, he was 15th when he got back up. He's, he's going to struggle to get it to the front. Yeah. And then it was on. Yeah. And then you throw Jesse Dobson into the mix, who's sort of, put himself as sort of one of those, that next guy at the first couple of rounds, like a few. Well, there was just the Yamaha. Um, oh, was he? Just talking about you. Yeah. Want to have a chat? Come over here. We didn't have any guest plan for this uh, impromptu episode, but yeah. Dylan, Dylan Wills just jumped uh, in. I'll get the, off and you Wills get off can and can get on. All right. Wills, it was perfect timing. We just got to MX2. Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't want to talk about it. First moto, you whole shot, you're running good, and then you and Wilson Todd come together. 
Um, yeah, I mean, it was more than that. Um, I probably should have been in a spot where uh, him getting up from a crash, I was already past it. Um, but, yeah, just had a shocker on lap two, made two really big mistakes and um, and had, like, felt like 27 dudes go past me. So I went from that lead group to so far back. And, um, yeah, I mean, I was okay because I, I was still in the mix. But, um, yeah, Wilson was getting up from a crash and um, kind of was in a rush and was in that anyone that races knows what it's like you're just in a rush and kind of was in that side saddle trying to jump on and just t-boned me so um <laughs> yeah it hurt was um, it red on white violence oh dude just like straight into me man just like smashed my Ooh, knee yeah. up and knee um, is looking tasty yeah yeah knees knees hurting um it's like nothing nothing bad I've, I've had knee injuries before so i know what it's like but this is just literally a knock and swelling and um you know something that'll come good by tuesday probably but yeah just disappointed man just the just a really tough day in the office after you know a really solid couple of weeks and coming in with confidence but just gotta you know keep going on the plus side you threw a mean scrub on that first lap of the first moto yeah but your, bo- yeah, but your, your boy throws mean scrubs <laughs> yeah he does uh, we're, we're aware <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah there was a time when the tv nrg tv trailer would rock every time that willsey did a scrub yeah no i haven't been doing them as much lately i've kind of grown out of it a little bit but gotta bring uh, him back man there was a spot on the track where if i got a run and i did it and i could outbreak people into that turn so i really tried to focus on um, you know, really emphasising that spot of the track. But, uh, like, I probably, in, in hindsight now, I probably should have been doing it every lap, you know, in order to catch and uh, and all the rest of it instead of just worrying about making a pass. Like, I had probably should have been more aggressive on that spot of the track every lap. But, um, yeah, that was a good spot for me. Talk about the track. We've talked about the track from the um, other side of the fence perspective. How was it from a rider's point of view today? Dude, it was gnarly, huh? Like, the last moto... I was searching like so for instance that exact spot of the track we were talking about you'd come over that um like big scrub roller uh and then there was that straight run to the tabletop um so like naturally you would you would drift left because uh, you'd come at that that roller on an angle um and then like it got so rough that we were almost like slowing down on the turn scrubbing back to the right and trying to find like the most furthest right edge of the track to try and like get drive like on the ground, straight, no bumps, something that wasn't sketchy right before the up ramp, um, you know, so that you could carry that momentum and do a scrub and land back on the rear wheel and, you know, get drive. But, um, dude, it was just like that everywhere. It was brutal, man. It was like, you know, big braking bumps, um, big accelerating bumps, and then big holes on the accelerating bumps too, like not just bumps that you can time and, you know, try and hop, just big holes. It was really, really, really tough. Sorry, my mic went out. Um, Near the finish line, it seemed like it was getting really deep and really rough. Um, and as you come across the, even inside, like the backside of the track over that anthill yep. into that deep, like as it dropped back down, like a little bit of a hill, there was that tight inside and it just seemed like those ruts were getting deeper and deeper and deeper and never ending. Yeah, they were really tough because you would get, like you would get to the middle point where your, like your pivot point was and you would, it was so deep and you would spit back out of it and it would want to like low side you so you had to be really patient and, um, it's really hard to do in racing because like, you're, you're racing, right? You want to go fast and um, you had to be really, you know, just um, balanced and make sure everything was perfect coming in and then, you know, come out, switch your car on, try and drive straight on the top of your tyre. It was really tough to do every lap, man, because you're like, you might have a dude on the outside and you're going, I'm going to go the shorter route and do this on the inside. So you try and rush it and, you know, you blow it. <laughs> and it's it's It was really, really tough. But for instance, man, that last corner, so we came into that last corner on the last lap 
of Moto2 and I had Kingsford and Constantino in front of me. We went three different ruts. I was on the furthest inside and I thought, like, I might be able to actually make a pass here on both dudes in the last turn. And then all three ruts funneled into the one rut and we all hit each other. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding? Like, how? And then Dobson tried to go around the outside and... Like, I think he really thought he could get me. And then I just looked back and he was just looping out on the deck. <laughs> I was like, it was just gnarly, man. I was, I honestly thought I'm coming out of this. I'm passing two dudes in one turn. And then we all hit each other. How, how was it from you, for you to go from, say, riding somewhere like Mackay to something like this? Because, I mean, like, if you look at it, Mackay's a GP, fast, big track to something like this, where if you look at it, you're like, oh, this is going to be small and pretty crap but it actually turned out to be super technical was there a bit of an adjustment or was it a bit of a like a, a uh, brain phrase like for, for me Mackay was just like that's that's what um to send Aussies overseas that that's the kind of stuff we need to be riding yeah. to build our you know build that kind of riding style to ride that kind of stuff um and then yeah it's obviously a rude shock to come here where the track just every turn 180s on itself and um, you know, there's always two massive ruts on the inside and, you know, there's a there's a wide line coming out and it's just super, super choppy, but it's, it's you know, there's a couple of high speed spots, but majority of it, it's really low speed and, um, and technical. But yeah, like it's, I mean, it is what it is. Like yeah. we're all racing the same track, so you just got to go out there and make it work. But um, for me, Mackay was just head and, head and shoulders above like anything we've raced for a long time. It's, yeah. That was really... Like that, you know, outdoor natural terrain style, um, big jumps, yeah. fast, like, you know, what you see on the US and the GPs and stuff. It's so. sort of, you look at it like you've got Gum Valley, then you've got Conondale. Toowoomba. Toowoomba. Yeah, Echo Valley's sick. Um, Coonabarra brand. Yeah, like these, ran- Ranch was the same. Ranch was the same. You killed it at Ranch too, actually. Yeah. I remember that year. That's, but that's, those tracks, man, that's really, they're really racy. There's options like that. It's... It's just, you know, you can come here, man. If you pull two good starts, you come here and you have a sick day. If yeah. you, you know, like for me, I pull a sick start in the first one, go down, and then, you know, blow the start in the second one, and you just, it turns into a tough day. But it's like everyone's riding the same track, but that's the hard part is like it, today was really easy to catch guys, yeah. but then really hard to make a move when you got there. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Track, that's just, we've, we always race these kind of tracks. Yeah. And um, I don't know, it's kind of refreshing to go to places like Mackay. I wish we had more of them. Yeah, that's cool. Just to switch gears now, like, well, we've got you here. In MX3, um, you do a bit of riding with Connor Tower. Yep. Um, man, what a ride from him today. Like, obviously, he faded a little bit towards the end, but led a lot of laps, and that's got to be good for his confidence. Like, you, you do a bit of training with him. Oh, dude, I do majority of my training with him, and um, it's only a matter of time until people really see his potential. And for me... Um, you know, obviously I focus so much on doing my own stuff, but it, for me, I just like, he's a really good kid. He tries hard. He's really, really, really hard on himself. So for me, it's trying to get him to not be so, you know, like anal about things. Like he's really, really, really tough on himself, like more than most kids. So trying to get him to relax and realize he? he's Six, only 16. 16 yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's got, he's got time. a long time in yeah. and that's, that's yeah. part of it. I'm like, dude. Yeah. The MX3, yeah. like, it's a good stepping stone, but it's not the be-all to end-all. Yeah. Like, you don't, like, just go out there and learn what you have to learn. And um, today was really good. Like, I'm actually happy to see him go from first to fourth like that and finish and get the points rather than, you know, at round one and two. he's he, I don't think he'd led much, but he was in, like, spots like second and third. 
And instead of just settling for those points, he would make erratic like choices, trying to catch dudes in front and you know maximize points and go down. And I just almost had to grab him by the shoulders one day and say, "Dude, like, like we need to stop crashing out of thirds and fourths and fifths and getting twentieths because twentieths no good." Yeah. But but man, he's you're gonna see soon. I think with him, it's just gonna be a matter of time until it starts clicking. And hopefully this weekend, he really, you know, genuinely realizes that like he can do it. Like I. Like, I, I don't spend enough time with all the dudes in the class, but, man, he's seriously, seriously talented on yeah. a bike. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. You can see it, though. Like, yeah. the guy oozes it. You can yeah. see it. I think there's a, like, you get to obviously see a bit of the MX3 riding. Um, there's a lot of talent coming through in there. Like, you look at someone like Campbell Williams, that kid's technique is pretty flawless, man. Like, it's yeah, he's he rides, really good he to rides watch. super mature. And to be honest with you, he's actually caught me by surprise because I think last year he struggled quite a lot, didn't he? Yeah, I wouldn't say struggle, but he, yeah, he wasn't... I mean, he wasn't doing what he's doing this year. Like, he's pretty on point. Yeah, right he looks now. really... He just looks um, mature. He looks older than, yeah. you know, whatever he's 16. He looks old. He rides older than that. And, you know, the likes of, you know, you got Ryan Alex Anderson and a few of those guys. Like, there's a lot of talent coming through. Yeah, I mean, I... Uh, is Ryan Alexanderson would be one of the older in the group am I yeah, right yeah I think yeah. That, he'd be yeah. yeah 17, 18 um, like one of the older 17. ones yeah, yeah but like yeah super like same thing he's, he's come on eh mm. like yeah he has he has a lot man. he's riding really well yeah. like you just even watching him he's super mature with it yeah. like he, he I saw him hunting down Campbell Williams in that first motor and he just looked really like really good yeah. all those guys are solid a little bit of a lap because he did try to make a pass on that on that well, one of the last final laps in that corner before the the finish line. I think he got caught up in a lapper, but yeah, I think very impressive what he's doing. Yeah, I think it's a good sign too because even you look past MX three back into the MX two with guys like um, Ryder Kingsford. Like he's still a young kid, um, and he proved today he had a really good day today. Yeah, I think um, he ended up third, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, spewing that he obviously he's uh, under eighteen, so he can't do the. Champagne. So, I think oh, really? That, yeah. You can't do that? No, no, you can't. Really? But no, <laughs> the, um, but you know, it's good to see young guys coming through. Obviously, you know, you want to be on the podium, but to see these younger guys coming through, it shows that you know there's a lot of talent in this country and motocross for you know the foreseeable future is going to be really, really strong. Yeah, man. Like riders, rider is super, super talented. Like you, I've seen him. You know, because I've helped Connor for a few years. I've, they're the same age, I think. Um, so I've been able to watch him for a couple of years and dude for the how tall he is and like how like he's his frame he's really really small dude um and he he just makes it happen he's he's got um he's got an attitude to him where he knows that he wants to go good and um Ben it's the same for all these kids coming through man you can't just assume that they're going to come in and and just be rookies and be off the pace you have to respect them and man I got a lot of respect for him he really like he just gets in there and gets it done he does, man. I think he surprised me today. Like his size for this racetrack, <coughs> excuse me, with like the square edge holes and the, the, just the chop and the ruts, didn't think it would suit him. But you know, he dropped back a little bit in that second moto, but he did enough to get third overall. And you know who else we got to talk about? Liam Andrews, fourth Dude, overall. Fourth. Yeah, that's really now, solid. Liam, obviously, he's from Victoria. He's from up here. He's done a lot of laps up here. But with that being said, is this mic okay? By the way, because yeah, I don't have headphones. Fourth overall, man, that ain't a local track. Like, yeah, that's a local track advantage. But to get fourth overall, like, he charged from way back in that second moto to get to get up there. And, um, you know, Andrews, he's had a rough couple of years. He had a head injury a few years ago, and, and he's been 
I just stoked to see him put something together, man, because he's yeah. got a lot of potential. That kid, dude. When I so when I was riding for DPH in 2018, I think he might have been first year of 19s. Then does that sound right? Yeah, yeah. yeah he was and a junior I'll, in 17 when I when I had my junior race team. Yeah, not for me. He was riding yeah. uh, someone else. But yeah, he went pro in eighteen, I think. Yeah, oh, so yeah I, MXT. MXT. I remember yeah. riding with him at uh, at Boydies at Park Four. Dude, he was so fast, and I was there. like, "Holy, like this dude's fucking quick! Like he, yeah. he's like on it." So I was surprised to see it. I didn't know he'd had injuries, and I don't, I don't really know the kid that well. I know him well, well enough to say hi, and he's a really good kid. Like he's always, you know, shake the hand, all that kind of stuff. Like I, I love that kind of stuff, man. Because all of us races, like that, when everyone wants to pretend it's like super serious, but he's a good kid, and uh, yeah, it's good. It's uh, it's awesome to see him up there, man. Like uh, you feel like almost in a way you've been like it's like you know he's capable of it. It's just was a matter of time, and um, it's good to see him, you know. Uh, you can't knock a dude that works hard and, and gets what he wants. So we, you know, it's that's good on awesome, him. man. It's awesome, and you know Noah Ferguson. He actually made the pass for the lead in the second moto. I uh, was fifth overall. I don't know if you guys talked about this. I was out of the room yeah, for yeah, a second, yeah. but um, Noah's showing these little sprinklings, these glimpses of speed. It's not matching to the results, but fifth overall, like it's 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 probably. You know, solid is progress. Reese Bud six overall. Now I didn't know this because it didn't happen on TV, but Bud had a big crash in Moto One. Did you did you catch up to him there at all? Not Moto One. Moto Two. I passed him going past the mechanics area, uh, and it looked like he had something maybe going on with his front brake. I don't know what was going on. So Moto One, I talked to Wardy at the lunch break, and there was a, a downed lapper on the end. You know that tabletop after the first turn. Yeah, yeah, little yeah, table. yeah. Um, there was a, a a bike on the downside of that, and Bud landed on it, went over the bars. Oh no and way! He got no. up and still got that finish, but yeah, crazy. That's insane. They well, were, like, straight yellow the bike up, yeah, I was like, "What are you guys doing? Like, you didn't crash, really? like, and then Wardy told me what was up. Like, yeah, what? that's no, I didn't know about that. That's crazy, but um, yeah, that's uh, like, dude, all these young fellows coming through, they're really um, really solid, and we have to. It keeps us on our toes for sure and, um, you know, just got to be better. Does that hurt to say now that they're the young fellas? Because we found Will t- talking to Brit today. She goes, yeah, Will's is 27 at the end of this year. Yeah, dude, they're you young old, mate. Fellas, yeah. like, there I, a I couple of greys in that beard there that's coming through? Not, yeah, there's not a couple yet. of reds for some reason, but not greys. But I got greys. You don't get greys at 27. No, no, I don't think I'm not. I don't feel like that yet. But, <laughs> man, watching, like, Bud. So I had another kid that I it was from my area, Johnny Bova, and him and Reese Bud were the same age, and they used to battle every weekend, like all the time. So I felt like I was, you know, eighteen watching kids, and now it's like all of a sudden I'm racing these dudes. It's 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 honestly it's crazy, but you know, like, and I got respect for everyone. I mean, I don't I don't count anyone out. And Reese works hard. I used to race against his brother Mitch. Mitch is a super super good dude. Like always gotten along with him. He was same was a hard worker, privateer when I was racing against him, and um. Yeah, it's 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 good to see Reese up there, man. I've known Reese since he was. He's a know. hard worker, dude. Like you look at, he had good opportunities as a junior at the end. Like he he went from I can't remember where he went to KDM to KDM to, to, Hogs, to, the, to the Lee Hogan team. Yeah. Um, hey Joel, we get on the pod real quick. You can do that. Mickey <laughs> three under the bus. <laughs> Put it on the invoice. We're just nabbing riders as they come by because this is just a purely freestyle show. Uh, we now we have Joe Evans and we have Dylan Wills. Joel, six overall, dude. Career best, huh? Sixth. 
Six yeah, overall. That's sick. How sick is that? Good stuff, man. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, man. I honestly didn't know that I was sixth, and then yeah, hold that mic up, bro. This is pretty yeah, ghetto. Yeah, yeah, you got to be up in your yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was awesome. Um, <laughs> um, no, it was really cool. That is career best, I think, in any class. So, um, really cool for me. I was pumped on it. Yeah, dude. And and it wasn't like you know. You could say, oh, there's two of the, the heavy hitters out, but that doesn't jump you from where you've been to six overall. No, so you factored in pretty much there was like the the top five battle in every moto, and then I always saw you there or thereabouts all day. So that's like massive progress forward for you. Yeah, for sure. And it's like a lot to do with starts, obviously, putting yourself up there. And then like that last one, I went for it, and Dino tried to outbreak him and ended up off the track sideways, but... <laughs> How's that? A brother-in-law just banging bars in the first turn. Yeah, uh, I think I still come in the second turn, like fourth or something. And it's just like, like I said, it's cool. I was in that battle. I actually felt like I was in the race today. Yeah. Whereas um, the other races, it's like those boys. It's I didn't see any of them all day long. They're just in another league. So it was actually cool to feel like I was in the race. And I think that was the point. You summed it up. You were in the race. Like, you know, there's usually two races. There's the elite group, which is one through sort of eight and then there's a few of the factory stragglers that have a bad moto but typically that's then the second moto the second race starts from nine through 15 and that's usually your group so to see you in that elite group like i think one of the motors you were right behind hayden or medi i can't remember which one it was but like and you didn't look out of place yeah that's right i think um tanny crashed i think even the first moto and did you see that tanny's crash with gibbs no just rode straight oh like gibbs went side saddle and like off the track and Tanny literally had nowhere to go and rode like over his head, man. I'm like, I'm so stoked that Gibbs is yeah, all right. Gibbs exactly. Did you yeah. see his face? His face is beat up. Yeah, it's the Alpine <laughs> yeah, Stars I, helmet. I actually haven't seen him, but yeah, someone said he had he a, had, he had a fair shiner on his yeah. eye, man. Yeah. Dude, that was um. Because I think crazy. That, that accommodated for his fade in the second of the back-to-backs. Oh, like he was right sure. there and man, eating that roost with uh, with the... With an eye, yeah. like no fun. No, nah, not at all. That was that was scary. That was scary. I heard it over the mic, and then I got to see a replay later on, and it was, um, yeah. I'm I'm glad he's okay because that was that For was sure. Yeah, um, I think there was a few sore people after today. Oh yeah, year. yeah. You know what makes no sense is you're like four foot tall, and this was a gnarly track to ride a four fifty on it. But you, you must have your bike set up dialed because you look pretty like I'd say planted would be the word I would use. Yeah, like the bike was working well. Yeah, I'm just still trying to learn. Like, I've never really tested ever because I've never had anything to do with it. <laughs> never had bikes or anything or parts. So, I was um, testing to a private seat of riding my bike <laughs> so it doesn't blow up so I can race this weekend. You know yeah. what, though? It's funny you say that, and I think it might have translated from qualifying for you. Th- this is I didn't get to watch your races, but I watched qualifying, and I saw you have a couple of moments at, at, like in a row um, coming up to the finish line area, and I was like, Oh, right. his shock looks so so soft and i was going to come and tell you i was literally going to come over and say man your shock looks soft but in that tight stuff how rough and choppy it was that probably transferred over to being a positive and getting it to work underneath underneath you like yeah where, where in the morning the track was so tacky man like we'd set our bikes up for hard pack and then you come under brakes and it just like it felt like my stuff was diving like we were just we're, we're a little bit of a ways off, you know? Well, yeah, because talk about that. You know, I was really surprised in MX2. You guys were first out. I thought it was going to rut up, like, instantly, mm. and it didn't. It, it kind of pushed up. There were a few deep ruts, but it was – I think I was surprised because I know this track from being in Victoria for so many years. Like, 
it's usually really hard from the start of the day, but it was a bit of a, a mix, hey? Yeah, it wasn't really that hard-packed, was it? No, it was and stayed Put soft and tacky right. the whole time. Yeah, yeah, like, it was whole time. Yeah, it was really tacky all day. Like, we brought hard-packed tyres and stuff to run, but we didn't, yeah, never even went close to, to running it. But it, the hard part for me was I feel like they've built the track up so if you go off the track, you drop down onto the. Yeah, infield. I did. I did notice that that like by the finish, that right hander, there was yeah. that good outside line, but yeah. it just kind of brought you yeah. off the edge of the track. Yeah, and you yeah. thought like, dude, you were trying, you would try and really like ride the edges next to the markers, but it was risky because you would drop like you do that left before that um, that table. Yep. That and you'd go out wide and it would drop you would drop off mm. to the and you would be like on the markers but you couldn't help it because it was like a that's the way it was cambered off and it was it, probably five turns on the track honestly yeah. where the track just went off the track and yeah, you had to climb was, up a foot yeah, yeah I like think you had to come back uh, up on they, it they've had the track redone recently so like yeah. obviously I think trying to keep the the weather all year round and everything they, yeah. they raise it up right but like you said then that's the catch 22 but um, man it was an interesting it's an interesting racetrack like I, I didn't expect the for how one line do you think it would get with the deep ruts? There was a lot of room to move around, it seemed like. Like, there was the areas where you had to follow the leader, but you could go inside route that would, like, after that first turn, there was that little section, and then the inside route would go all the way, yeah. you know, and yeah. it was by far the shortest route, like, probably yeah. 30, 40 metres shorter. Oh, yeah. But then the guys could just rally the outside, and it would it would even yeah. out and into that next section. And then on the edge, you'd cut back, and you'd be straight across the bumps instead of turning. Like, there was heaps of different stuff. It was It was wild, but... Um, man, it was just so tricky. Like you would search, and um, like I said before, Joel got here. Um, like you could catch people, but then you get to them, and it was so hard to pass. Like that was only just saying this before you got on. Like I was, I caught. Um, who did I catch? It might have been Levi Rogers or something like that. I caught, and I caught him, and I'm like, just in my head was like, all right, make sure it work. Could have kept going. And then it was like a lap and a half later, I'm only just making the pass because he made a mistake, and I'm like, far out. Like yeah, it was really hard. In. Yeah. yeah. It seemed weird like that because I honestly thought the track was so not one-lined, like one of the best tracks that we've had in a long time yeah. with the amount of lines. But at the same time, I know what you're saying. Like it was still, you come up to someone, it wasn't like, okay, I'll take this line and blow past them. Because no. a lot of lines funnel into each other too. Even if they were super wide, they'd come to the very inside line. I literally just yeah. said this. Last lap, last corner of Moto2, I had Kingsford and Constantino in front of me and I thought we, we went into three different routes going into the turn and I thought I'm going to go up the inside of both these dudes here like I'm really going to just try and rail it and we I hit both of them we all <laughs> funneled into one rut and we yeah. all hit just each other long jam. <laughs> like I was like are you serious yeah we come into that big fast right hander I think three or four turns the muddy one um, first moto and me and Todd were in the line you could tell they're both coming in the same line and that dude just did not back off. I thought I had it. We hit so hard. Mm. Like if it was anyone else, I think they would have crashed. But Toddy's Toddy's just, just saying. And, and the size comparison to you and Todd, it would be like Bowser and Mario Kart versus yeah. like that was what. Was <laughs> like Toddy's like built like a Thor. Yeah. He just he doesn't have the he hammer. Is like, I would not want to battle the dude. He's, uh, yeah. he's so big and strong, man. Well, hey Joel, man, um, I'm pumped for you six overall. So when's the vlog out? Are you gonna? Mate, that's a, that's up to Michaela. Yeah. See, see how busy Six, she is. Six man, he might be able to start paying guys to do yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> big cash. Yeah, you got, yeah, you got yeah. some bonuses in these contracts for. The <laughs> I just got the massive Promax money, mate. Yeah, yeah, just the prize money. There we're, you go. We're living it up. Yeah, we'll get someone to. We'll pay someone to do one episode. Did <laughs> yeah. this one? No, maybe. Hey, man, maybe it's the start of the rest of the year. I hope so. It's good. It's good to see you. Yeah. I know how hard you work on your program, your branding, and and to. Because I'd done that, right? Like, I was a privateer 
and and I built my coaching program and, and I exited a lot quicker than you because I was like, oh, I can make money or I can spend money. Like, yeah, I'm good. I'll go make money. So to, I know what you have to do to do. You have a school here tomorrow, don't you? I do. Yeah, yeah I'm coaching here tomorrow. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. I love this shit. <laughs> yeah, so that's super cool. He's finished his sixth today and you're doing a school tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yep. we're doing it. Hustler. Yeah, this whole um, thing though. It's hey, like good thing. luck with that because I've seen the track and. <laughs> oh man, have you yeah. seen it though? Because we've seen it. Probably. Yeah, yeah, not like you guys. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing I'd want to be doing is coming back tomorrow. <laughs> that's, that's so shit. Joel's gonna be picking fifty kids out of like it's like you're just gonna see a, 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 a pair of boots. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Just their helmet <laughs> waving, just popping out the top. No, yeah, good for so you, man. Like that's cool. Getting a track the day after a race, like that, uh, people are gonna learn a lot from that. Yeah, and it's been cool. Like, um, like I said, doing this whole thing, I'm just trying to make more of a pro sort of program and learn off like guys like Wilsey. I was even talking to him earlier in the year about cycling and stuff because I see how much he does. And he does drink he, a lot of cappuccinos. Yeah, yeah. Too I've got to. I got to. Does he? <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. You know what's funny? <laughs> you know what's funny is I haven't ridden because I've been like really just riding in gym the last couple of weeks since Mackay because I felt like you know my fitness and stuff is good. So I've kind of backed the cycling off. And literally, man, this weekend I've had three guys come up to me and be like, "You're right. I haven't seen you do any cycling for a couple of weeks." I'm like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> attention but it's just uh, when the stories used to tick in over it's just yeah. like a tuesday or yeah. whatever you know yeah just trying to do the right thing by me sponsors i mean it helps when you just love it though you know what i mean like i love cycling it's, uh, it's nothing wrong with it man it's if, if that's what you dig and it's great cross training too right so, yeah it's good yeah. low impact and the i mean ba- for the me base it must have must like help so much because i have zero base just because i didn't know anything about training yeah. really um and then just like learning and talking to you it's like I think you pretty well would have laughed at the numbers that we were talking about that I have. But oh, man, to be, to be honest with you, like, I know that you've been through a heap of injuries and stuff too, and I never I never did FTPs and things like that after an injury, so I wouldn't I wouldn't know, and I never never did them straight up. I always, the first FTP I did, I was two years into cycling, but for me, like, I'm in Sydney, man. I'm in, I'm in a hub, like, a hub for cycling. Where I'm at is, it's so famous, uh, sorry, cycling is just so massive, and I've got so many good dudes to learn from, whereas, you're from Kingaroy, man, like, does anyone <laughs> even ride bikes out there, like? No, you just get thrown, like, coke cans at yeah, you. Yeah, dead set, man. Yeah. Dead set. But, like, so you, where I'm from, I Are you still on the Goldie, or have you moved no, back? We live in the van full time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. I think I ask you yeah, this yeah, every we, time. So he, he, lives lives yeah. he lives in Albury yeah. tonight. I'm an Albury native tonight. Yeah. That's so cool. I love it. Six overall. Fucking yeah, no. I'm Dude, pumped. that's sick. That is really good. I didn't know that because I didn't get to watch a lot of that 450 stuff, but that is, that's awesome. Well, I chose the results. I didn't. I knew you would have been in the top 10. Like I thought you'd been like eight or nine maybe, but when I saw six, it's like that is, that's killer. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. I, I know. Hopefully, um, yeah, it's just, it keeps going like this because I've been feeling better and better and I feel like this just learning as I go trying to ride more and learn how to do that and train properly and everything, I think it will pay off. It's just um, I'm trying to be patient and grind it out. For real, dude. All right, well, hey, boys. Um, Dylan Wills, You're Joel Evans, very impromptu. What? Are you getting rid of us? No, we're going to finish we up the show. Like, we literally, this is, we, I, I don't know if you know, we didn't, we, we finished up inside the, like I wrapped the publication up. I'm like, I'm done. And then we decided to bring it back and we're like, oh, well, I'll just bring the, the podcast and we'll do a show at the venue because we're staying at the airport tonight um in melbourne so we've got no rush right so Mm. we just will make it happen (laughs) what have you been doing darnell (laughs) you've been playing up but uh i'm glad we got to grab you guys because we were just going to have a little show between us but it was awesome to have you on so thanks a lot and um we'll see you uh 
To be honest, I actually human? still need to go to the toilet. I was coming through. You gotta go to the toilet. Half an hour ago. I got a beeline. But nah, all good. Thanks for having us on, man. I appreciate it. And hopefully, don't run into you ever again. That's it. All right. Yeah. All right. Thanks, boys. See you, bro. Let's wrap this thing up, JS. Let's do that. I'll just keep using this mic. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to doing that on the way home. Yeah, we got to get some food, and then we're going to go to the airport, drop the car off, go to bed. i got a 6 a.m. flight back to Goldie. Yeah. I've got to drive home, edit some footage, edit some photos, and get up and go to work tomorrow. Yeah, we probably didn't cover that. You are the now... You are the sellout that left ID Media Group, and you are now the marketing manager. Designer marketing coordinator. Not Sorry, designer marketing coordinator at Monza Imports. Yeah, it's really cool, man. It's, um, I'm loving it. I've been there four months now, um, and it's, man, it's awesome. It, it's really good. So It's cool. It's cool to see, man. It's cool to see you in that role, and, um, and it's cool that we brought the podcast back. Yeah, we're back, man. Um, I'm really excited, you know, just, uh, it's just good to talk about the racing again, you know? No, it's fun. Look, it was, I think, again, thank you to all the listeners because without you guys, we would not have decided to bring it back. Um, like I said, we checked the analytics a while ago, a few weeks ago, and it was like, man, the amount of downloads we had, like I said, Donnie, I sent you the screenshot and it was like, maybe we're kind of letting people down, not doing this. And... And it was like, okay, you know, I said we met a couple of listeners and, and you kind of start putting, you know, you know the, 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 the people that listen and hit us, hit us up all the time, but you don't know, and Mickey, you had a podcast, you know this. I like, did have a podcast. The, and amount I'm of, <laughs> the amount of people that listen to it that you just see as a number of hundreds or thousands of people, but they're actually people that listen to your show and, yeah. and they, they're passionate about the sport and we're lucky because we get to experience the sport firsthand at the venue. You know, not everybody gets to go to every race, so... Um, with that being said, um, you know, inside there, it's always been a bit loose, but we, we, <laughs> putting it lightly, we, it's getting a bit looser. We made the, <laughs> the live shows happen and we probably tried to grow too soon. There's a lot of budget involved in those things. And it was a lot of stress on us to, to put those shows out, especially Donnell, cause man, being the producer for them was not easy, but, um, we're just gonna have fun with it for the rest of the year. Um. We're no gonna, pressure. No, that, that's going to have fun. So I hope you guys enjoyed this one. It, it was uh, impromptu, but I think it was enjoyable with, with the guests and everybody talking some smack. And um, Mickey, thanks for hanging out afterwards. And you're going to go, where you going to the, oh, the Victorian four-day no. right Do you want now? Australian four-day? Is it the Australian four-day? We can quickly touch on this. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah you um, can touch on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so um, with Todd, and then we're going to jump. So we just did... So we did... Friday we did the ride out thing for Husky and then we did Ospro this weekend and then we literally jump in the van tonight and then we're going to go to some joint in the hills. Erica. You said it's in middle of nowhere, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's cold? Yeah, it's Victoria. Yeah, it's going to be cold. cold. Yeah, so. um, but it's going to be... It's, it's like on the way to the snow cold. You're going to be very Fanta- cold. Fantastic. My, my awesome. Queensland buddy. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. But it's a, it's a really cool property out there too. Like it's yeah, going to be awesome. Should be epic. Yeah, no, we're keen. So we're, we're a couple of days late apparently because apparently you walk these tracks. I, I don't know. It's, it's all yeah, very they do, new. Yeah, they do the track walk. Um, I think they do it over like two days because it's quite a long loop. Well, apparently it started Saturday. Yeah. And so we're, we're two days behind apparently. But yeah, so Todd's going to go race a four-day. I'm going to film it all. We're going to shoot it. It's going to be sick. And then, yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be epic. I'm looking forward to it. It's cool, man. It's cool. Yeah, it's a cool deal. 
It is cool deal. I've never even know. I didn't know anything about the four day until it's last gnarly. week. It's, <laughs> a, it's a big event. Dude. Yeah, it's, it's really nice. It's only second to like the the uh, is the international six day. Generally. Yeah, like well, they, it's, it's made to prep the Aussies to for the six day, right? Yeah. And, and we always kill it. Talking about six day, I saw um, Chucky Sanders today. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Had a chat with him for a bit. I seen Chucky at a Cross earlier this year. Um, man. He was killing it at Dakar, and it was a real shame to see him go down. Yeah, he said he's got some time off with injury, and then his next rally is like later in the year, but um, it's cool yeah. to see him hanging out. He's always a fun dude to talk to. Talking about that, man, AORC's loose. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> like the off-road dudes? Dude, no, do not balls, care man. about oh, going fast. Man. In, in areas that you should not go fast. Idiots. At Kai, in that like sugar cane. Trees loose. and rocks oh, and dude. snakes. Oh, man, don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get me started. But yeah, no, so we're going to do the four day and then hopefully I'll come back alive. It should be cool. <laughs> you like lose Mickey in the high country in Victoria. Yeah, I can't wait. It should be cool. Yeah. All right, well, hey, let's wrap this up because we got to drive to the airport. you got to drive to Air Hills. Yeah. Donnell's got to go home. <laughs> Basically, this is middle of nowhere. Back to the hills. <laughs> yeah. Donnell's backyard. <laughs> Donnell still lives in the hills and he works in Melbourne City now. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, it's. Um yeah, it's good though. This is killer though, boys. I'm keen for oh, no, it's good. multiple we're, we're gonna look, news. We're going to do... We're gonna do, you do think people would, uh, is there going to be more people that were disappointed that the show went away or more people that are disappointed that the show's back? As long as I enjoy the intro, I don't care. Good job on the intro. I think yeah, it's really fun. Intro's done so, very well. Good good song choice. Yeah. Yeah. That's no effects. And some OG Tough. clips from back in the day. So... Yeah. Um, what we'll do, guys, we'll do, uh, we'll do a review show from each round from here on out. I can't promise much more than that. We might do some other little features here or there. Um, we might I might talk to some sponsors I might get some money coming back in we might do more let's just see where it goes yeah man just so have fun we're gonna have fun with it um, so much love appreciate you guys listening because like I said you're the reason we brought it back and uh, hope you enjoyed the show we are gonna go now it's been a long day oh man it's been <laughs> it's been a long day my day's just starting alright let's go on. inside dirt show Wodonga slash start of Primex <laughs> review done peace See out, out. See you guys.